This message is from Pastor Ezekiel Chima of Anointed Assembly International Ministry. May God bless you as you listen to the anointed word of life. Let's bow our heads. In Jesus' name. Amen. Father, we bless you. We worship you. We glorify you. We give you all the glory and adoration. For the word of God declares that we are two or three are gathered together. There will you be. We are gathered in your presence. This one, let the word of deliverance locate us. Your word of liberation. Your word of revival. Let there be great deliverance of mine. So that your name will be glorified. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. The Lord is good. The message is titled Deliverance from Reprobate Mind. Deliverance from Reprobate Mind. I'm so much blessed by the Lord that the Lord is working to reposition us to be who He wants us to be, to think like Him, speak like Him, walk like Him, act like Him. And I glorify Him for these messages He's been ordaining for us and for the entire world. Deliverance from reprobate mind. Jeremiah chapter 5, verse 21. And Matthew chapter 13, verses 11 to 17. And I'll read from the book of Jeremiah chapter 5, verse 21 first. You see, hear now these, O foolish people. In the body of Christ, we have foolish virgins and wise what? Virgins. Foolish virgins wise virgins when you walk according to his commandments you are wise when you walk contrary to his commandments you are foolish in his sight but does not expect us to be foolish forever he wants us to come to terms that foolishness is not his portion for us so that we'll accomplish his purpose in our lives so Jeremiah 5 21 says, Hear now these, O foolish people. Who are the people we call foolish? He said, And without understanding. He called them foolish because they have no understanding. What again? Why did he call them foolish? He said, Which have eyes and see not. They have eyes, but they cannot see. Which have ears and hear not. He's not talking about the blind. It's not talking about those who are physically deaf. No. That is not the people he's talking about. He's talking about people who are spiritually blind. People who are spiritually deaf. Why do they have eyes and cannot see? Why do they have ears and cannot hear? And why do they have minds and cannot discern? or understand simply because they are limited to worldliness these people are limited to carnal things of life limited to life of flesh limited to damnation in hell the devil does not want them to have any form of positive spiritual understanding so that they will continue in the self-affliction self-imposed bondage of spiritual darkness and damnation unto death and hell. When you look at the mirror and see yourself, do you dispute 
with the mirror over what you see of yourself when you stand before the mirror and you see yourself do you argue with the mirror that i'm not the person you are showing the person that just appeared in the mirror i am not that person you do not argue what you see in the mirror about yourself is exactly who you are the lord wants us to understand that he's our mirror and we must not dispute over what he sees or says of us. In Matthew chapter 13, verse 11. Matthew chapter 13, verse 11. He said, Therefore speak I to them in parables. He speaks to the people he call foolish people in parables. Why? Because they see sinners. They have physical eyes. But they refuse to see spiritual things. And hearing they hear not. They have physical ears. But they have refused to hear spiritual things. Neither do they understand spiritual things. We are privileged to the wisdom of the kingdom of God. And that's why the spiritual eyes, spiritual ears, and minds of understandings are enlightened to react to heavenly signals positively. According to what is seen as the mystery of the kingdom of heaven are revealed unto us by the Holy Spirit, our teacher. Unfortunately, the carnal-minded person, the rebellious person, stubborn person, disobedient people, proudful and boasters, we never have access to such gifts or blessings because life of flesh and worldliness can never access spiritual things. The word of God declares that friendship with the world is enmity with who? God. Verse 12 declares, For whosoever hath to him shall be given, and he shall have more abundance. But whosoever hath not, from him shall be taken away even that he had because of their unbelieving nature the talent the Lord had given to them to trade within this world are taken from them because they are unable to utilize those talents taken from them and given to those who are fruitful give to those who are ready you and I have been given talents to trade on this earth. On the last day, the Lord will require these talents. On the last day, there will be record to show how you utilize these talents. Did you utilize it for personal glorification? Or did you utilize it to do the work of God? That day, the record will show. When we read about the parable of the talent in the Bible, we see that story. They are not stories. They are applicable to you and I. That very day, the Lord will ask us of our talents. How did you utilize this talent? So many people in this world do not even understand what the Lord is talking about. That is talking about their personal empires. That is talking about their personal greatness and wealth, achievement, what they have been achieved on this world. But that day, everything we have achieved on this world will amount to vanity upon vanity. Your work will not leave this earth with you. The 1,000 vehicles, the money you have in foreign currency all over the world, in all the banks of this world, 
not even a dime will follow you out of this earth and then you'll be in a position to answer the lord what you use that talent to do so because of their rebellious nature because of their foolish pride god speaks to them in parables why because when he tells them the truth they end up conspiring against him they end up holding him by his words they end up using his word against him during his early ministry on earth they're always looking for fault fault finders they're always looking for what to hold you said this thing you are the one that said this thing against him during his early ministry so he refused to speak to them in black and white when will he speaking in parables unto those reprobate minds reprobate minded people because he knew what they were looking for is not for expansion of the gospel they were looking for how to bring down the kingdom of God on earth he knew their minds were not ready to accept the word of God the only thing they were looking for is how to close the business of God on earth so he kept on speaking to them in parable 14 and 15 and in them is fulfilled the prophecy of Isaiah which said by hearing you shall hear and shall not understand and see you shall see and shall not perceive for these people's heart is worse gross and their ears are dull of hearing and their eyes they have closed least at any time they should see with their eyes and hear with their ears and should understand with their hearts and should be converted and i should heal them so god allowed them to dwell in their realm of self-glory self-righteousness self-bondage where they have denied themselves every form of deliverance liberation or to be healed by the power of god they close the chapter of healing they close the chapter of deliverance unto themselves they close the chapter of allowing god to liberate them 16 but blessed are your eyes for the see your ears for the hear it's your blessed because your eyes are open spiritually and physically you see physical things you see spiritual things your eye sees your eye believes in what you see it's a blessing on your ears because your ear hears his word you accept him that's why he said my sheep hear my voice and they do what they follow me because he knows the heart that will follow him he knows the mind that will rebel against him even before Esau and Jacob were born he said Esau I hate Jacob I love because he knows the minds that will accept him willingly and the minds that will be reprobate in nature verse 17 so for verily I say unto you that many prophets and righteous men have desired to see those things which you see I have not seen them and to hear those things which you hear I have not had them many desired before he came the desire to hear the desire to see the desire to be the one that will sit with christ to hear those parables 
they desire to be the one that will see with Christ to hear him minister but they waited Christ didn't come during their time they died he said but for you people who are here with me in my earthly ministry you are blessed because your ears are not only open physically they are only open spiritually he said you are blessed because your eyes are not only open physically they are equally open spiritually you are blessed because your minds are open and activated to discern but those who pray for it prophets that prayed it didn't happen during their own time and if you are hearing this word this blessing the Lord leads to those physical disciples that were with him then those blessings are still following you if we accept the word of God today in Jesus name what is a reprobate mind? Tamahoroku. A reprobate mind means a mind that is spiritually rejected. When a mind is rejected by God, you become reprobate. It is a mind that is cast off as worthless in the sight of God. When God looks at this person and says, This person is worthless, the person ends up with a reprobate spirit. You might be worthful in the sight of men handsome, beautiful lady, a philanthropist, very generous, very great, in the sight of men, at the same time, you could still be worthless in the sight of God. And another could steal, a ritualist could kill, sacrifice people to make money. He believes nobody is seeing them. They can come out in white and white tomorrow. They spray money. They sponsor developmental projects. They give 100 people scholarship. They are seen as very nice people. Great man. Worthy. A man with a heart of gold. Likeable person. You are giving those recognition because you do not know that he's a ritualist. You are giving those recognition. Hi, man. Because you do not know he's an unrobber. You are accepting him, rating him very high, because you do not know he's a kidnapper. Although what fall in the south of the world, in the south of God, such person is worthless because he is devil incarnate. There is no difference between that person and the devil. A reprobate man means a person that is rejected by God, but acceptable by the devil, so that the devil could use him or her to accomplish his mission of destruction reprobate my means a sinful person with no sign of repentance already damned for eternity in hell he's an immoral person with no religious or principal character person of no character he's a person that sets aside set aside by divine judgment with no likelihood of inheriting eternity in heaven. And I pray that you and I will not fall into these classifications in Jesus' name. Amen. This morning I said I'm preaching myself. And I'm preaching you. I'm preaching the body of Christ. I'm preaching the children of God. I'm preaching the children of Israel. I'm preaching the world. <laughs> this message is ordained to be a mirror to all of us. But then to be a mirror, you will see yourself in that mirror. And today you know where to fix. 
madness are of different level. There are madness that have been contained within the house. There are madness that cannot be contained within the house. It spreads out to the streets. What will make somebody who is sane to be insane? The work of the devil. And it starts through reprobate mind. There are different levels of madness. Everyone has some measure of madness in them. But Apostle Paul said, I die what? You must keep on killing that madness. Hello? With the word of God. With his commandment. Until he gets from 100 level to 0 level. If you refuse to kill that madness, that madness will kill you one day. Because in the kingdom of God, we do not tolerate madness. God will not tolerate that. We are born as natural sinners. Hello? We are born in sin. We are conceived in sin. So we come out with the nature of sin. But you are cleansed by the word of God in the book of John chapter 15 verse 3. That's why I say study to share self-approval. That also study. The level of this sin begins to go down. The level of struggle begins to go down. Apostle Paul came to it and said, I die what? Daily. Every day I keep on walking. I keep on working on myself. It keep on going down. If you refuse to work on yourself, it won't disappear. Everybody has this sign of reprobateness in them. Every spirit that was brought to have that sign is there. Be thy measure. As you work on yourself with the word of God, through obedience, through humility, through submission, you keep on going down until it disappears. And I pray that this message today will grant all of us great deliverance in Jesus' name. Amen. Many have physical eyes, have physical ears, have physical minds, hearts, but are spiritually blind. Why? Because they live their lives within what they see. They live their life within what they feel. They live their life within what they touch. They live their life within what they hear and smell. Many refuse to adapt to heavenly commandments or the teaching of Christ because their minds are already engrossed by demonic stronghold of mindset. Mindset is a terrible spirit. It does not allow one to think aright. Any effort towards making them see reason or making them reason ad- adhere to life of godliness, holiness, Get delivered from stronghold of mind bewitchment is met with stiff resistance. We make effort to deliver them. From that journey unto death and hell, they will rise up against you. Reprobate spirit is a deadly stronghold that is so destructive until their victims are escorted unto death and hell. It rebuffs, it rejects correction. He rejects rebooks in its totality. It is so terrible that it can pull or put one out of the church. It can approve one from where God has ordained as a set church for the person's deliverance. The same reprobate mind of Putekora, Abraham, and Dotan, and those that join forces with them in their rebellious project against Moses from the land of the living. To the land of the dead. The same reprobate spirit 
destroyed the two sons of Aaron, who defied God's warning and activated strange offering. It makes people to reject God's warning. It makes people to challenge the word of God. It makes people to damn the consequences. Whatever thing that is going to happen, let it happen. Moses called Koriabri and Data. He said, Comfort, let us discuss. Comfort. We can resolve this thing. They said, No, 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 no. We must settle this thing the way we want to do it. We are pulling off. We are pulling off. We are going to divide the ship. You can't be the only captain here. It does not allow people to see the sense of reason until they fall into that trap the enemy has programmed for them. Reprobate mind is still destroying and sending many children of God to hell and untimely death. It dealt with many children of God at the wilderness. And I pray today that God will grant us great deliverance from reprobate mind in Jesus' name. Amen. In Numbers chapter 16, verse 12, let us come to Numbers chapter 16, verse 12. Look at Numbers chapter 16, verse 12. And Moses sent to call Datan and Abiram, sons of Eliab, who said, We will not come up. <laughs> we will not come up. 13. Is it a small thing that thou hast brought us up out of a land that flowed with milk and honey to kill us in the wilderness? Except thou make thyself all together a prince over us. Moreover, thou hast not brought us into a land that flows with milk and honey, or given us inheritance of fields and vineyards. Without put out the eyes of these men, we will not come up. Because I'm taking you to a land filled with milk and honey. You will always have people that will tell you that prophecy is a lie. Prophecy, prophecy, prophecy. Look at you have been prophesying Moses, prophesying Moses, prophesying. That's why you prophesy how many times and we suffered in Egypt. We didn't see anything until the tenth time. You are prophesying now. We are not seeing land filled with milk and honey. A reprobate man will always rise up against the message of the Lord. The reprobate will always conspire to give the impression that the prophecy of God is not real. A reprobate man will always say, if it's God, why is it not happening? Always looking for who to gather. They will look for somebody to join forces with. From such, run away. Because your destiny is standing on the seat of judgment if you don't run away. Even when Moses made efforts, a spirit that does not want them to see reason, everything about God, he said, <clears throat> in fact, let us raise up a scotch against that man of God. Let us raise persecute that man of God. Let us begin to find fault so that we will rubbish that man of God. But they wouldn't know they cannot rubbish any man of God. They will only rubbish themselves. We pray for great deliverance today in Jesus' name. Amen. In the wilderness, God calls such people under Moses, stiff-necked people, he called them foolish people that dwells in foolish pride. Sickness people in religious times are people who cannot be turned around to see and imbibe godly life or godliness. They are so engrossed in their demonic possessed minds. Terrible demonic influence mindsets 
that they have no regards to prophetic warning or rebuke. We know what it means to say that somebody is stiffed. When you talk about stiffness, something that cannot easily move. So when we talk about stiff neck, we are simply talking about a neck that cannot move to the left or right. When God wants to change a position, no, 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 no. That mindset is where they stand. When God is saying that the way they're going is wrong, no, 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 no. I know better than God. I know better than man of God. This year doing is wrong. No, no, no. You cannot tell me anything until they fall into that trap the enemy has set for them. I pray that will never be our portion. Amen. If I agree, say better, amen. The Lord calls such people reprobate mind because many of them choose to see before they believe. Unfortunately, not many of them are as fortunate as Jonah. The fish that swallowed Jonah vomited Jonah. And Jonah was alive to tell the story. But there were so many people swallowed by fishes too that they were not vomited. They didn't live to tell their own stories. Don't be that Jonah that be swallowed without being vomited. Be that one that will be quick to repent so that the fish of death the fish of hell that has swallowed you will vomit you immediately. And I pray as many as will repent in you today will be vomited. Amen. We saw in Numbers chapter 16. Moses made effort to save Korebri and Ratan from impending danger. But of course, reprobate minds wouldn't allow them until the earth opened up and swallowed them. And the fire of judgment consumed them. I pray the mercy of God will come down today. Amen. The earth will never swallow us in Jesus' name. Many children of God are consumed unto death by divine judgments at the wilderness due to reprobate mind. Many of them were consumed unto death by divine judgment at the wilderness due to reprobate mind. Many of these evil flows are equally hereditary. One can inherit the spirit of reprobation through evil flow in our families. It's usually a yoke. It could be a burden placed by the devil upon a particular family to stagnate them, to scatter them, to limit them, to make it impossible for them to excel. It is the spirit that is always claiming rights. You can come across a family of ten that dwell in peace. You can equally come across a family of three that will dwell in pieces. What is the difference? It's because the spirit of reprobate mind is operating that family of three. Just a family of three. To dwell in peace is a problem. But you might have a family of ten that will dwell in peace, in love. Because when the spirit of reprobate mind enters, it comes with scattering spirits. You see everyone claiming to be right. Pointing accusing finger on the other person. Without seeing sense spirits and thoughts in themselves. The thing they are seeing in another brother, another sister, is equally in them, but they are not seeing it. But they are quick to point at the one of that brother or that sister. At the end of the day, the entire family will dwell in darkness. If care is not taken, you see some of them going to herbalists 
going to court the kingdom to attack fellow sisters and fellow brothers. Why? Because the spirit of reprobate mind is an oppression in that family. He makes people rise up against their seniors. He makes people rise up against their prophets. He makes people rise up against their ministers. He makes people rise up against their friends, against their neighbors, against their colleagues. Even when they are corrected in good faith, they must rise up because such spirit does not want you to walk in obedience so that you will not enjoy what God has for you. That is that makes you rise up as a monster that kept boiling in your mind and heart. That makes you want to tear down a place. That is that makes you want to slap your boss. That is that want to make you tell off your prophet or pastor, your seniors, and put your service is the monster of reprobate mind. Reprobate mind will make you feel as if you are too strong. It will give you the impression that you are different from the other people. If those people can't react, they can't talk, they can't shout back, me, I'm different, I will show them. Reprobate mind in spirit that does not want you to be delivered. Somebody today must be delivered in Jesus' name. Amen. Today that spirit must be uprooted out of our lives Amen. by fire and by force. Fragment shout hallelujah. hallelujah. A reprobate man is the spirit of justification. The spirit of self-glorification is the spirit of fault finding. It is the spirit of pride. It's the spirit of rebellion. It's an unteachable spirit. The spirit of disobedience. It's a spirit that easily gang up spiritual and physically to avoid being uprooted from the life of their victims. In your effort to remove them or put that spirit for their victim, the next thing they will gang up with people to form resistance. They want to gang up. They want to increase the number of resistance to form a squad. It is what they want in that place must happen. No longer the blessings they have come to call it. Why were they brought to the church? They were brought to the church so that those things will be delivered. But maybe will come to the church Instead of focusing on why God brought them there, so that they can possess their position and end eternity in heaven, they come to the church and begin to form political parties. And of course, like the latest post we posted, any party that does not belong to Salvation Party will spend eternity in hell. The only party recognized in heaven and in the kingdom of God on earth is the Salvation Party. It's not Pride Party. It's not party of disobedience. It's not party of rebelliousness. Any other party that is not salvation party will not inherit eternity in heaven. And I pray you will never miss salvation party in Jesus' name. Amen. God is not a man that he should lie, nor the son of man that he should repent. By our actions, most time, we tend to make God a liar. We tend to take God. I don't think this message is for us. We tend to tell God, you made a mistake. I don't think we are holy than that. We know what we are doing. It is the spirit of blasphemy that lashes out on anyone that tries to correct them. It oppresses under the stronghold of anger. It oppresses under the stronghold of hot temper. It thrives in conspiracy. 
a trashing gang up. It works through self-glorification. I know myself. God is pointing out something. And I'm saying I know myself. God is saying this is something I need to amend. I said, no, God, you went wrong in that area. Man of God, you didn't get it. Because that message is not for me. You need to be delivered. Because the truth must be told. We have gone through this series different times in our life. Maybe in the churches we were before we came here. Or maybe in this place. One by one, we have had messages that made us, instead of us to change, we begin to question those messages. Today we must repent. Because if we have never had genuine repentance of such things we did in the past, enemy is still holding it against us. Today, whether the one we did when we were in our former churches, or the one that we just did right here, today, genuine repentance must prevail in Jesus' name. Amen. It's the spirit that likes to show off. The spirit that likes to give the impression that the message from the Lord about us it's simply a mistake and must be rubbish. The reprobate spirit once want to dwell in disobedience. They are happy when one is dwelling in rebelliousness, when one is dwelling in persecution, in justification, in fault finding, in flesh, in immoral life, so that it will take one on a way unto sudden death and eternity in hell so many people live they know what they're doing is strong they say tomorrow don't worry i will correct i will correct I will, and one they find that they will not wake up to correct those things again today we must repent of these reprobate activities in our lives in jesus name Galatians chapter 5 verse 21 declares that they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of god i prophesy that today Every reprobate spirit in our lives must be crucified by the blood of Jesus. Reprobate spirit is the spirit that is always urging one to leave his or her place of blessings, place of corrections, so that they can perfect their work of destruction and death on their victim. It makes the place of correction too hot for them to stay. Apostle Paul declared in 1 Corinthians chapter 15 verse 31, I die daily. Today, this spirit must die in our lives in Jesus' name. Amen. Both God and the devil have blessings and destruction for those who desire to continue in these evil manipulations or seek for genuine repentance in the book of Isaiah chapter 1, verse 19 and 20. Come with me to the book of Isaiah chapter 1. Verse 19 and 20. Isaiah chapter 1, we're reading from verse 19 and 20. It says, If you be willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of what? The land. You will enjoy your journey on earth. You will enjoy eternity in heaven. 20. But if you refuse to listen to the word of God, you keep on rebelling. He said, You shall be devoured with the sword. For the mouth of the Lord has spoken it. That is people of reprobate mind. And I pray today we will change so that we escape this judgment in Jesus' name. Amen. Again, in the book of Job chapter 36. The book of Job chapter 36. Job chapter 36. I will read from verse 11. 
He said, if they obey and serve him, they shall spend their days in what? Prosper. And their years in what? Pleasure. But if they obey not, they shall perish by the sword, and they shall die without knowledge. We will spend our days in prosperity. We will spend our days in divine pleasure of the Lord. We will spend our eternity in heaven with the Lord. That is our portion. That is our portion. That is our portion. We will not die prematurely. We will not die without knowledge. That is the portion of our enemies in Jesus' name. Today we must walk in obedience. So that we will enjoy the fruit of our labor. We must say no to reprobate mind. We must say no to reprobate activities. We must close that doorways the enemy is using. To manipulate our minds. That when God speaks to us. At times he speaks to us in our dreams. Through what he shows us. He could speak to us visibly. Through vision. He could speak to us audibly. He could show us vision. But many still hardens their mind. Even when God is showing them that they are going the wrong way. Today we must repent. Of such iniquity in Jesus name. Amen. Reprobate mind operate through. They have fertilizers through different means. It could be foundational powers. Power that has sworn that a particular family will never be useful in life. That even the family there will never be understanding. There will never be unity and love. And you can understand. If the foundation is destroyed, what can the righteous do? Where there is no love in your family, what can you do? You see in a particular family, some family members do not relate with the other. They stay 10 years, they can't even call their brothers or sisters. They cannot stay together in the same room. They cannot call for family meetings. There is no atom of unity amongst them. In every family, you see, this one is relating with B. C is relating with D. They have fashion, different parties in a particular family. Spirit of scattering. Reprobate mind is there. That does not allow the love of God to flow. That does not allow spirit of agreement. That does not allow unity. It's the spirit of scattering. And he knows that as long as they have that against one another, even when they die, they can never enter the kingdom of God. Because nobody can enter the kingdom of God with unforgiveness, with bitterness, with hatred. That is the baggage, the property of the devil. So you see, most of it flows from family, from generation to generation in a particular family. It becomes an evil flow that flows from one family to the other. It can equally be activated by powers from our fathers and mothers, which I've mentioned. It can be activated by family strongman, activated by family strongman, activated by household enemy, activated by internal eternal enemies, making projection for one to be stubborn. They can project this thing for one to be stubborn, for one to be rebellious to consider authority, for one to be rebellious to his boss, so that they will fire that person in the office. So you see people acting, behaving the way they shouldn't behave, so that mark of hatred will come upon them. So that their boss will not like them. So that they will be fired from the office. I pray this one will never be a portion in Jesus name. Amen. It could be activated through demonic altars. Son and idol. It could be a particular deity that they worship in that town. 
they worship in a family, family idol, deities in the village, altars they owe allegiance to, they make sacrifices to. All of a sudden, you say you are born again. You are born again. You don't want to owe allegiance to that idol. Of course, you agree you are born again. But are you born again in spirit and in truth? You cannot be born again and you are still doing the thing that that idol allows you to do. You cannot be born again and you are still living in immorality. You are still living in flesh. That idol will come against that person. That idol will begin to project hatred, hardship, calamity, disaster against that person. Whatever that person lays hand upon, he will not prosper. I mean to say, but I'm born again. Why it's hard for me? It's because you are still patronizing the property of that idol. White must be white. Black must be what? Black. You cannot say you are carrying, you are in the realm of holiness and you are still dwelling in unholiness. It is not possible. Whatever that deity programs will still happen in life for that person. So you see at times, you are born again, but things are not working out the way you want it to happen. There are things you need to deal with. There are things you need to deal with. The Lord is telling me right now about bitterness of mind. It's in this place. There are so many people, their minds are bitter against each other, against one another. He said, You must let go. Come, Horoko. He said, You must let go. That bitterness, if anything happens to you now, he said, You can never even enter the kingdom of God with those things. You can't enter. He must let go. He must leave. There are people we see, we are happy to see them. You run out, open up your hands to embrace them. But there are people you see, your mind begins to burn and cast, begin to burn and cast, begin to burn and cast. Because of the kind of hatred you have for that person. Why? Are you the one that created that person? Why will you hate that brother or that sister? It's because reprobate mind is in place. I pray you will receive deliverance today in Jesus' name. There are people's minds that are summoned in full water and they begin to cook their mind. They begin to cook their minds. Projecting rebellion, projecting fault finding, unteachable spirit, projecting disobedience, everything evil, they begin to project it in their minds. And because they are not properly covered as children, as children of God, they are not serving God in spirit and truth, this thing begins to remove control them. Begin to remove control them. If you see where there is beating anger, it's like the day God commanded the ground to open and Korabri and that and entered the ground. If you see where there is beating anger, if you put royam on their mind, it will roast. To show you the volume and intensity of the fire in their minds, you cannot enter the kingdom of God with that. That is the property of the devil. Today you must let go. Amen. Today you must let go. You must forgive that brother, that sister, that father, that mother. No matter what they did, judgment belongs to the Lord. Release them from your mind. Allow God to be the judge in Jesus' name. Amen. But that doesn't mean you must drop your armor and say, you know, I forgive you. You go and eat when God said, don't eat. You go near when God said, don't go near. You say, but you say, I forgive and I should forgive. Yes, forgive. Forgive. But don't drop your armor. Be as wise as what? Serpent. Reprobate man could be activated. He said, Sure, there is no enchantment against you. Neither is there any what? Divination. It could be activated through enchantment, through divination, through curses, 
through sacrifice, so many things could be lined up against one. It could be used to keep one in bondage or in the prison of reprobate mind. If you're not strong, every you go to work, at night you sleep, you do not know somebody in that compound concert in front of your door to make a image. Babu, babu, babu. He blows it in front of your door. In front of entrance of your gate. In front of entrance of your flat. And you go where you go. You wake up in the morning, you cross that thing. It begins to work on you. It begins to affect your mind. Sacrifices. Enchantment. Evil plantation. Evil barrier. That is why the Lord talks about wearing armor. That's why he talks about we're taking advantage, using the blood for our preservation. So whatever thing they do, they will never get you. Because the word of God declared that no confession against you shall what? Prosper. They will gather, but they will never see you. You need to equip yourself because you are in the battle front. This world is a battle. A place of battle. And the battlefield is the mind. If they're able to control your mind, they'll get what they want. But if you are strong enough, heavyweight in the things of God, heavyweight, when they try to carry you, they won't be able to carry you. They try to carry you, they won't be able to carry you. They let go. They will depart for a season. They will never depart forever. They will depart, they will still come back. They'll see whether your weight has been reduced. Maybe you have turned your back on things of God. And you're no longer spiritually heavy. And they find that they can carry you. Then they will penetrate and strike. I pray that will not be your portion in Jesus' name. Amen. What is the way out? We must be born again. And this morning before going to prayer. I want to give an opportunity to those who are not born again. Wherever you are. Under the sound of my voice. I want you to begin to talk to the Lord. That you have repented of your holy life that I'm sorry for not recognizing you as my Lord and Savior all this while that by reason of this message I have recognized my fault and I want you my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ to accept me back into your kingdom open up your wonderful arms of embrace and receive me and I ask for your blood to purge me, cleanse me and make me worthy to be called sons and daughters of the most high God. For those of us who are already born again, I want you to begin to ask God for genuine repentance this morning. Bow your heads. Ask him for genuine repentance in all areas. As I said initially when I started this message, that I'm preaching myself. And I'm preaching you. And I'm preaching the children of Israel. I'm preaching the children of God. I'm preaching the body of Christ. I'm preaching the world. This is a mirror for all of us. We are all guilty as charged. We are all guilty as charged. There is no exception. There is no exception. It's time for us to make up with the Lord. Ask the precious blood of God to purge us. Father, we ask for your blood to purge us. We ask for your blood to set us free. For now, the Lord is that spirit. Come, come. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Father, this morning, your spirit of conviction is flowing. We ask for your spirit to set us free. We ask for your spirit to set us free from reprobate mind. We ask for your blood to purge us. Purge us, Lord. Purge us, Lord. 
Apostle Paul said, I found myself doing what I said I wouldn't do. And what I said I would do, I found myself not doing them. Why? Because there are forces manipulating the spirit or mind of a man. And that's why the word of God said, let us come boldly unto the throne of grace. That we might find mercy and find grace to help in time of need. This morning, ask God to help you. Ask the Spirit of God to help us. Those things we find out we couldn't change, the Holy Spirit will change it for us today. The things we find out we couldn't work with, the right thing we are supposed to do that we are not doing, ask the Holy Spirit to help you begin to do the right things. Those things I said I will be doing that I'm not doing, Father, help me to begin to do the right thing. I come boldly unto your throne of grace this morning to ask for your help, to ask for your mercy. Your grace is sufficient for your children this morning. Let your grace help us. Change us to be who you want us to be. Let your grace see us true. Let your grace reposition our minds. Let your grace make a way where there is no way. Let your grace make a way of escape for us. Pray for the spirit of humility to locate us. Pray for the spirit of humility. Believe the Lord, your God, you shall be established. Believe his prophet, you shall prosper. That the word we have heard from the prophet of God this morning will prosper our minds to be who you have called us to be. To walk in humility, to walk in obedience, to walk in total submission to your will. Use the blood of God to close every doorway this spirit is using to have access to our life and our mind. From today, you will no longer have access to our mind. We block every loophole with the blood of Jesus. Every doorway you used to have access to our mind, we block them with the blood of Jesus. We shut them down with the blood of Jesus. Pray for deliverance of the mind. Claim the mind of Christ. As long as we have the mind of Christ, the enemy will never penetrate. We claim the mind of holiness. We claim the mind of righteousness. Father, let that will be done. In our lives, let only that we be done in our lives. This morning, Father, we bless the Holy Name. We glorify you. Come and have your way. Let your name be glorified. Let our deliverance be permanent. Grant us permanent deliverance this morning by reason of our confession. For with the heart, man believeth unto righteousness. And with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. We confess. This one that Jesus is Lord and will continue to be Lord over our spiritual and body, over heaven and earth. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We thank you for listening to the Anointed Word of Life by Pastor Ezekiel Chima of Anointed Assembly International Ministry. You can reach us at number 7A, Awaniye Lemo Street, Ajawo Estate, off International Airport Road, Lagos, or anointedassembly.org. For prayer and counseling, please call 070-3668-7445. May God richly bless you.